Other wrestling podcasts are full of fake wannabes. And that's the bottom line, because the Jabroni said suck it at Suplex City, bitch. We provide you with the true fan experience. You just made the list! TMA Studios. It's what you want. Live from TMB Studios, you are now locked on to the Snowball Wrestling Network. Now, here is the host, the one, the only, Caleb Snowball! What's up everyone? It's me, Caleb Snowball, here with a brand new episode of the Snowball Wrestling Network. Thank you very much, y'all. Oh my god, I am so excited right now because we have a huge, I mean huge program in store for you uh, this evening. We're going to be, of course, talking about the news and notes of what's going on in the world of pro wrestling and everything like that. But we had a challenge thrown out to us the other day. Uh, it, it was James Caleb Kitchen saying he could get us a real interview since he didn't really like the uh, Joshua Hancock interview that we did. So he said he could get us a real interview. Well, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from Joshua Hancock or anything like that. But James Caleb Kitchens did come through. And that is right. I promised you on Facebook Live, if you haven't seen it, it's on the Stovall Wrestling Network podcast. But I have got Darius Lockhart, the revolutionary, is in the house here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. The viral pro wrestling champion is going to be here tonight, and we're going to interview him right here on the Stovall Wrestling Network, an exclusive interview, uh, mind you. And, uh, of course, as always, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes Radio. If you're a first-time listener, you can find us on any of those formats and follow us on Facebook at the Stovall Wrestling Network, SWN uh, slash Stovall Wrestling Network and all that good jazz. But I've already, like, you know, used up half of my breath and all of that. So I'm going to bring in some help. I'm going to bring in the man. He's the myth. He's the thinks he's a legend. He is Chris Dickens. Chris, what's going on, my man? What's up, Caleb Stovall? What's going on, SWN Fan Nation? We are back. We are live on the air. And yes, the gauntlet was thrown down by one James Caleb Kitchens. And I got to say something about that. <laughs> uh, Caleb Kitchens has been on this program before. Yes. But never in this capacity has he been so freaking pushy. <laughs> so, yes. I'll admit that. Yeah, he was very, very pushy on that, but Mr. Stovall answered the challenge, made the call, and yes, the revolutionary. Hold on, I gotta get my old, you know, wrestling introduction voice going up. The revolutionary, Darius Lockhart, the viral pro wrestling. Heavyweight champion. What the yes. hell was that? Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of practice, man. I'll get it better. Okay. okay? Or, or else he'll just pummel me in the ground. Um, but yes, Darius Lockhart. No, no, no. Please, please do that. Like, uh, what, what's that guy in I, uh, in WWE who I think every time he's, he's seen, or every time he does his shtick, it's like, I think he wants to be in like a hardcore band. Like, he's the WWE champion! Oh, who is that? Oh, I don't remember his <laughs> I name. I don't know his name, but what? I, every time I'm here, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I want to choke you. From Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina! 
He is the viral pro wrestling champion, the revolutionary, <laughs> Darius Lockhart. <laughs> <laughs> That was, I don't know which one is worse. worse. <laughs> but yes, Darius Lockhart is on the program. I am really looking forward to this interview, much more than I was looking forward to. Excuse me, I don't mean to offend, but Joshua Hancock, this is the guy who delivered the blow heard around the world to one man myth. And he's not a legend. He, he can be a legend. Sean Legacy. I mean, his galaxy's only hero. Yes. But. Maybe we'll finally get the answers we're looking for about why Darius Lockhart did what he did to Legacy, yeah. and what this whole alignment is with Mister Kitchen. So I, I will, I will try to get to the bottom of it because I was there live when it happened. I called it, and so yeah, I'd love answers, and I know the VPW fans want answers. But that is later on mm-hmm. in the program. Uh, right now, it is time, you know, we got to talk about what's going on, the news, the happenings in the world of... That's what it's all about right here. And yes, uh, we're going to talk about it because it was, you know, I guess the talk on Monday, which was... The Raw Reunion, where you had, you know, literally everyone uh, in in their grandma show up on this episode. Or grandpa. And um, <laughs> I just, look, I, okay, first of all, I get the nostalgia purpose and everything like that, all right? I, I get it. But here's the thing. This episode of Raw legit looked like, okay... Let's take let, let's get all of these people to show up on this one episode so that we can take away a lot of the momentum that AEW has which they're not but let's just let's just throw them all on this episode and then when we get there we have no fucking clue how to use them. Yeah, that's the way it looked. Uh now a lot of the dirt sheets were were you know covering this and from what I'm gathering, and I'm not sure about the sources of this and everything, of there course. may be truth to it, there may not be truth to it. There's it, it, like a hundred reports like yeah, a day I see, but I don't believe half of them. Apparently, but. there's reports that some of the uh, legends on the roster that came in that actually accepted the invite right. uh, didn't pass physicals. So they couldn't really compete or do anything to that nature. Which is understandable. Some of them are up in age. Some of them. Well, yeah. I mean, let's um, be honest. Like Hulk Hogan's not going to go out yeah. there and take a bump, and Mick Foley. Neither is Ric Flair. Really, yeah. So you know. Did you see how Mick Foley moved in the ring trying to chase after uh, the twenty four seven title? He barely took two <laughs> steps. Like, come here. He looked like the old man chasing after like a Werther's original. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, Mick. But the other report coming out is right. that. The creative, because you know that apparently Paul Heyman has already taken over. That is you know, the supposed the supposed truth, yeah. which Eric Bischoff did say his first day was Tuesday for SmackDown right. on the creative. Apparently, they already had everything wrote out, and then Vince was late getting to the arena, saw the script, and rewrote the entire thing. There's even uh, reports coming out that the OC versus the OGs. With AJ Styles and DX versus the NWO was supposed to have the OC go over on Seth Rollins and DX to one up them. 
But Vince wrote it off, saying, no, that's not happening. What? Yeah. That's the reports coming out right now on the dirt sheets. That- I mean, you know, here's, well, here's the thing. Like, I almost can believe that because that's the way the show look written. It literally, I'm, I'm not joking. It literally looked like, hey, we don't know what to do with all of these legends, so let's just all give them the 24-7 title. Kelly Kelly. Kelly Pat Kelly Patterson. held the damn thing. It was just, I was like, oh my God. The only good part of that, the only small part of that, was when Alondra <laughs> Blaze went to go and look like she was going to throw it in the trash like she did, you know, the, yeah, women's, the women's title on Raw. And crap like that. But I'm sitting there just like, wait, what? Even that was stupid, in my opinion. It's just, oh my God. It looked like everything that was done was just to be done. And then yeah, the um the OC club or is it the OG club rather? I think it's the OC. Oh yeah, the OC, the original club, yeah. right? Yeah. So the OC club, you know, the NWO and the DX thing. Hey, let's just go ahead and bury the faction before it even yeah. you know, gets up. They look like they've just been thrown together. I, it it looks like Vince said. I don't know what to do with AJ Styles anymore, and I don't necessarily want to do anything more with him because I want <laughs> to be on top of everything. So let's just put these guys together so that I don't have to deal with them. Yep. Let's try to capture that magic that we had with the Bullet Club. But it, but, but you're not calling them the original. The club? only thing that was good, I'll say this: the only thing that was good about SmackDown and Raw, in my opinion was um, The Fiend. And that yeah. Bray Wyatt promo on Finn Balor, I know they've got the music in the background and they've got the effects and everything like that, but it's still, it's so good. I love it. I Here's the thing. My fear is that they're going to somehow screw that up. Well, because see- here's what's going to happen. They're going to have this one story. They've probably only got this one story for him right now. And then after that, is going to be like, okay, what do we do with him? Uh, just have him attack random people again. Yeah. With well, no rhyme or reason. The other the other thing I'm seeing about The Fiend with the Bray Wyatt character is that they are heavily trying to protect that character because of how big it is. I will say that. they are. They, so someone in there is trying, like, but, but, it's either Bray Wyatt and a combination of well, someone else. But and at the like, same time. You're protecting one character, and you're devaluing everybody else. Exactly. It, so, it, exactly. It, it's very true. I agree. And I will say this, though. Uh, if it's going to be the... De- I'm I'm going to assume it's going to be the demon versus uh, the, the fiend, fiend, which would make perfect sense in storyline and everything like that. There is this, though, rumor, right, with everyone... That okay, so the rumor is is that Finn Balor asked for time off, mm-hmm. right? That makes sense. Let let him go away for a little bit. Let it let the fans miss him. I think that's that's obviously the biggest problem. And I'll get back to you know the Fiend and the Demon, but that is the biggest problem for WWE is because these guys are on every single show. Yeah. There's, there's, like, Tony Schiavone says it best in What Happened When, you know? I mean, I, I don't think he's, you know, the smartest, like, wrestling guy ever or anything like that. But I do think he has, you know, a lot of knowledge, obviously. And he said, you know, that's the problem. Like, 
Roman Reigns, for instance. I'm sorry. Roman Reigns. He. Baby. <laughs> I was wondering what I was going to get. been a while get. since I said that. I know, right? I wish you wouldn't have. Yeah, he looks like an action figure. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> anyways. But, yeah, so, like, here's the problem. Roman Reigns is on every single frigging show. Like, it, it's like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, well, there's nothing special about Roman anymore. You no, see him there's, on not, there's nothing special him. about Roman. There's nothing special about uh, Finn right now. There's nothing special about AJ. There's nothing special about Nakamura. And how did they screw that up? I just, I don't understand that. Yeah, Nakamura went from being one of the top guys in WWE to now he's just... No, 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 no. He went from not only, not top guy in WWE. One of the... I'm not even talking about WWE. He went from one of, like, the biggest independent stars. Like, international superstars Mm -hmm. of, like, maybe of all time. And then, like that, it was forgotten because of his time in WWE, almost. Yeah, and and now he's related to being on the pre-show most of the time. I didn't understand that. I was like, why are you? Why wouldn't you open up your pay-per-view with that? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've heard people talk about extreme rules and everything like that, but I don't know. But you know, we'll get back to that in a minute. But the demon versus the fiend—that looks like you know that's going to be great. The thing is, though, is that how is it does everyone know how this storyline is going to play out? Like, because, every dirt sheet has reported that, like, oh, yeah, Valor's taking time off, so they're going to have the Fiend versus the Demon, and the Fiend is going to destroy the Demon, like, make it look worthless, basically, or something like a squash match, I guess. I don't know. But, and then he's going to come back, and he's going to join the OC club, and he's going to be heel, and, and crap. Like, I went, you, like, how, how do you have that information? Yeah. It, it, the only thing I can think of is is grasping at straws, but at the same time, pretty much Raw's been writing itself for years, and you can see things coming a mile away. I just don't think people have, though, noticed it until now. Yeah. I think it's been shined of like, I think it was shined a big, huge spotlight on, you know, kind of toward midway last year and everything. Like, I, like, I want to say after WrestleMania was when everyone started being like, yo, WWE, what, you know, what you know, the fuck? You're, like, you're repeating everything over and over and over. And it's fine if you take like a past storyline from, say, the 90s or even the 80s and right. you re. Uh, christen it into this new generation right. for others to enjoy. But the thing is, it's like every time we turn around, we're seeing the same matches, we're seeing the same gimmicks, we're seeing the same storylines. We're seeing the same style of wrestling, yeah. too. No one is different. Nope. It's like, it's like I don't even know who actually is a high flyer anymore. Because everybody's doing high fly stuff. Yeah. Uh, or everybody's this, everybody's that. Even, well, you know, that, that's the problem they say with the independents is that there's too many high spots, there's too many, you know, choreographed, you know, stuff. But the thing with the independents is you don't know what's coming. Exactly. exactly. With WWE, you could sit there and go, okay, he just hit this high move, he's going for a pin, one, two, go ahead and kick out. Oh, or, he kicked or, out. Or a lot of the times you watch it and you can just predict how the story is going to yeah. play off. I'll give it, though, that, you know, they have gotten us with things before, like... 
you know, I again, I I give credit where credit's due. The Fiend storyline is amazing, and that and that is a career saver for mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt, who again I believe should star in his own horror movie. Yeah, he really should. Like, if think about that. If they if they rated it R, I don't know if they'll ever do that. But well, they did do it for See No Evil and everything yeah. like that. So like, you know. But if it was a horror movie, they rated it R, and they had him as like an actual like just horror character. He it would it would legit scare audiences. It would be like a horror movie blockbuster. It would be bigger than it. <laughs> well, they all float down there. <laughs> I don't know, but I am, I'll say that I don't know what I'm looking forward to really at SummerSlam. Um, I know I am looking forward to the Fiend versus uh, the Demon. That's all I'm looking forward to because there's really nothing else going on. Well, they've got that storyline with um, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, and oh my God, Chris. I've seen you take a stunner better than Shane McMahon. <laughs> I was waiting for this. Um, cause I, I really. How is it he's, he lit, all he did in the Attitude Era was take, take stunners. stunners. <laughs> he screws up the one thing. Like he dropped down like completely. Yeah. Kevin Owens comes to the ring, crowd pops, which is great. And, and I do have to give it to this. Them allowing Kevin Owens to finally go off script with some of his promos. They, t- I, they do give him guidelines. Granted. Okay. But. That's what I was about to say. Most of his stuff is off script. Pro wrestling uh, on the independents are given guidelines to follow. But to, for WWE to actually say, okay, here's what you need to hit. Say what you want. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's, that's the way it should it's be. It's the way it should be. But he got that big crowd pop when he showed up. And he went to hit the stunner. He did the kick. And he knows how to do the dang thing now because Stone Cold himself showed him how to do it. <laughs> well, apparently... When he didn't show out of Shane how to do it, though. He had to refresh his memory because Mr. Drop three seconds before the hook. He literally just took a stunner last year at that freaking Brooklyn thing. That's <laughs> like, crazy. Oh, my God. I just I couldn't believe, like... That, that was fucked up so bad. I and and I, I guarantee you what he's going to say, oh, well, you know, I'm used to Steve. He hits it so quick. It was the same amount of time. There was no timing difference. I can literally sit there and clock how long it takes Steve to hook you into the stunner and compare it to Kevin Owens's, and it'll be the same amount of time. Shane just missed his mark. Right. And um, to quote um, uh, somebody on Twitter, you know, that fan that tried to take that stunner in the ring should have... Uh, Stayed backstage. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Oh that was from Extreme God. Rules. <laughs> and that was CM Punk, and that was the greatest thing ever. Oh, I know. I know. And, and we're going to talk about him uh, yes. in, in a minute. Uh, but, you know, just... I, I, I want to like WWE again. I don't want to hate it, but at the same time... Yeah, if I think about it, I grew up like when WCW was around. So WWE was not my end all be all. They didn't, yeah. I didn't like WWE truly until the Attitude Era, and the only reason I liked that was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, and that's when everybody kind of fell in love with WWE. You might have loved it in the eighties with right. Hulkamania running wild, brother, and all that good stuff. And then you kind of died off when Doink the Clown and 
uh, Duke the Dumpster, the Dumpster Drove, whatever its name is. And wow, you can't talk. The Gobbledygooker all came into oh, play. Don't tell me you're the Gobbledygooker. <laughs> Dumbest storylines ever. So we've went through this before with Vince, where he had these goofy storylines, him and um, I love you. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're <laughs> oh my god but yeah we went through this before and it's only when competition arises that they rise to the occasion so maybe just maybe with this whole new AEW thing maybe somebody will but finally at the same step to the plate again you know I'm also and I'll admit folks I'm a little biased when it comes to this because I don't want them to like fix it at the same time I want them to continue having problems because there needs to be other places to work. Yeah. Places need to get bigger. Places need to get... And, and you can't do that if if the big dog is just taking everything... If you're going to take... <laughs> oh, my God. If you're going to take all of the top talent around the world and put yeah. them all in one company and, and then say no clue what to do with them. Yeah, because you let their pass go push, away. Because we'd rather push a football, like former football star or some crap like that or you know, or a, over a, the a hill model. UFC fighter. Yeah, a former UFC fighter. I said over the hill, and I'm holding that statement. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> it took me a minute there, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. But just, did you? Here's something that's really gonna like what's that? in Peter Griffin words, grind your gears. Um, <laughs> did you hear about the phone call that Vince had with the shareholders for WWE? Uh, I did. I did where he mentioned AEW. Yeah, where he come on there and he said that they're going to start taking um, a little more controversial turns and all with their storylines, but they're not going back to the gory, uh, bloody graphic crap that they used to do back in the Attitude Era because they have grown We're not going back to that gory crap. Yeah, and then, (laughs) then he made the mention of AEW, but not by name. He said, no network in their right mind would air that. I don't think TNT will keep that on for long. Really? Yeah. So, if you're not so worried about it, Vince, why call out TNT? Why? If, if you're not worried about it, why do you have this whole fucking episode where you've got all of these legends in one show? And, and you you misused a lot of them. Why throw Every Chris- one of them? Yeah, well, yeah, but... Like why throw Hogan when Hogan came out? I was like yeah. Hogan, Hogan, and, and the, the interview backstage with Jimmy. And Howard. how about the meme I saw of Rob Van Dam? <laughs> when you're so high, you think <laughs> you're you the... show up on Raw because you think it's Impact. Or yeah, that's funny. Uh, his wife's <laughs> hot though. Um, oh my but, god, you just had to go. There. Yeah, I had to because Rob Van Dam's wife is hot. Okay. Cool. Just make it a statement. All right. Uh, she's no Tessa Blanchard, baby. We'll talk about her later, too. Uh, but <laughs> I know whose it is. Okay. I just Adam really... Coles, may you rest in peace. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, is that, like, okay, Hogan, of course, yeah. Anytime Hogan comes out on Raw, he's going to get a pop. Anytime Ric Flair comes out. He's going to get a pop. Don't matter about them guys. We know they're legends in their own right. But and like Stone Cold. And Stone Cold, which Stone Cold's was, I feel part of it was genuine, but part of it was force fed. I don't know. I, I, I really do. I love WWE. I love United States of America. I love this. I love that. God, the, oh, hell yeah. Mm. 
So Vince, how much of that did you like grass feed that rattlesnake? Um, but like Christian, when Christian's music hit, I popped. I'm a Christian fan. Christian is one of the most underrated talents in WWE history. Right. Former NWA World Champion. I the man single handedly. He freaking, he, he was, he, you know, helped DNA grow. He, yeah. He actually did what none of those motherfuckers so, did when they came what, in was just. What do you do with him? You put him on commentary. Of course. Yeah, he didn't do anything. And, and that was, you know, Booker T made sense. Because I'll just, for one time, I would love to see a WWE him commentate his own back. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just, you know, Christian on commentary. He's going to hit him with another right hand. Oh, look at Booker T. Sucker. Spin a Rudy. <laughs> that was the greatest move ever in Impact. Um, But yeah, and then Pat Patterson comes in and wins the 24-7 title. And looks so goofy doing it. What's going on here? And then the kicks that he did look so cheap. And then the referee missed his mark. Like, you're supposed to count this. <laughs> oh, God. I will say this. It was awesome seeing Mr. Antron Brewer in the ring refing. Yes. That was amazing. I think his most favorite moment was holding uh, Natalia back. <laughs> Probably. Probably. He probably sitting in the back of his mind like, this is the greatest moment of my life. If anyone... In WWE, needs to do... I've said it on this program before, but I'm going to say it again. If anyone needs a heel turn... Because I've heard... Okay, so they're setting up Bailey versus Ember Moon mm-hmm. um, for the SmackDown Women's Championship because we have to have two women's championships when the whole point was with, to put them together in the first place at WrestleMania. And, yeah. So... They're apparently going to turn Ember Moon heel, or that was the question marks. I, you know, probably is just going to be a face versus face match or some crap like that. But here's the thing: if anyone needs a complete makeover or a heel turn at some point, Bailey. Yeah. Either I don't even know if I don't know if you need to do even a heel turn. I think with you know with Bailey. What you need to do is you need to have her in that she just, you know, she gets hooked in with, like, the wrong type of crowd, and now she can't, you know, figure out who to trust. She doesn't know who to trust or anything, and then, like, say someone just injures her. Like, just, like, injure her in a matchup and everything like that. They injure her, and then, and, like, in that moment, she just kind of wakes up and is just, like, has this, like, blank stare on her face. And then, like, and, like... The doctors, like, try to come out to her, hey, what's wrong with you and everything like that. And then, like, she just doesn't respond. She just doesn't say anything. And she just, like, walks to the back. And then, like, she just kind of just goes silent. Like, just, like, doesn't talk. And, yes, I know, I'm kind of taking, like, the crow character, I'll admit. here's the thing. But it works. It will work because... Bailey's so happy-go-lucky, so uh, out there and everything in between and all smiling. And if you take away all that from her, right. she becomes this docile, faceless, emotionless character that doesn't even talk. Right. That just comes out and lets his actions speak. It will get over. 
I think so. Heavily get over. I think so. She just need because here's the thing. If you look at like I, I think like the real Bailey and everything like that, she like I'm pretty sure she like listens to rock and everything like oh, that. Of course, like she's so, not with Edging Christian for Christ's sake. That's what I was. And like she has like piercings and stuff like that, like in her nose. Yeah, she's a, <laughs> she's a punk kid at heart. So freaking let her do that yeah. or something. Just give her, like, a different side, and then people like, what is going on? That's the major storyline. And it's like, well, I think it's clear what... Like, it, it's kind of like when um, when AJ Styles came back to TNA, right? And he mm-hmm. did that first... Like, first of all, that is that is one of my favorite storylines mm-hmm. of all time. You know this. Yeah, when he went up it, against the Aces and Eights. Yes, when he went up against Aces... Not not so much that he went up against Aces and Aces. He just but he was against TNA in general at he that was moment. He was against everyone. Just, he was just he there. was exactly what I thought he needed to be. He needed to be just that the silent know, striker, the silent striker. And I don't trust anyone. I'm only here for one reason. I want that title. Give me that title. That is mine. Yeah, you know, like I'm TNA. Blah blah blah. All that crap. That's what Bailey needs to do. Which. I, She's got the title now, you know? So, I mean, you would have to, like, have her lose it for a good while or yeah. something like that. But then, like, she needs to go back on that track of, like, no, you know what? I don't want to be friends with any of y'all. I want that. And mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to tell you that. No, but it shouldn't be verbalized. It should just be, you know, seen. Exactly. Which very few people can do it's the, yeah. you know and not in the way that uh, Ronda Rousey did it where she pointed at the belt smiled and pointed at the Wrestlemania sign that's just stupid um but it, it's just silent stare don't even get me started on that no uh, I hope she's having fun making babies uh <laughs> really alright well right. as long as she stays away from the wrestling business I'm all fair game um, well she's not you know they're planning for her to come back at some point uh, hopefully on commentary <laughs> I don't even know about that, but uh, I'm done talking about WWE. We'll yeah. talk about them next week uh, or something <coughs> like that when we go over more news and notes. Let's move on, though, to AEW because Ooh, they yes. have once again shaken up the wrestling business. Uh, it is official. October 2nd, Wednesday, October 2nd, AEW is live. On TNT. And when they say live, they mean it because they even announced that tickets will be going on sale this week for that live show. And it's, if I'm not mistaken, Washington? Yes, it is. It is Washington, D.C. So they're going to the nation's capital for their very first live TV show. Already showing that they are, they're like, they're like hey, we're not interested in being... Southern Territory, a Northern Territory, uh, uh, this or that. We are interested in being a global brand. Yep. They're, I mean, because they've gone to Jacksonville. They've gone to Chicago. Gone to Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. Where was, uh, and, um, well, I guess uh, Daytona, Florida and everything. Was it I Daytona mean, Beach or, yeah. Yeah, Daytona Beach and everything like that. But that's still Florida. Still Florida. But, but and, and Washington, they also, D.C. And they also have the uh, distribution uh, thing over in um, Europe and all. Yes, so. yes, because they're, they're uh, Tony Khan was in talks and everything like that. And, yeah, they're getting, a, like, a distribution for that. So they're going to be seen globally. So right off the bat, you're they're making waves. And... Uh, that that conference call that Vince McMahon says, oh, they probably won't be there for long. 
Vince, you don't think AEW has or, or uh, AEW? You don't think TNT has already seen that live stream that they did with Janela and Moxley and even the Kurosawa thing? TNT like is one of the people that keep airing this stuff. On their freaking social media. They'd have never done that for WCW. If WCW was around today and they had made it like in the social media era, they would have never done that. If they didn't care about, if they cared about all this, they never would have aired the the thing with Cody and Dustin with Dustin covered in blood. They never would have aired it during the NBA Finals. No, they aired it live during. I was there, like I I was at the Indian Queen and I turned around. And it was, uh, it was, uh, the Raptors and, um, the Warriors. And I turned, and like the very next commercial, AEW, live on pay per view, double or nothing. It was the, you know, exact promo. And I was just like, so you want to tell me they're not behind this idea? Yeah. They showed Jericho attacking, um, Hangman Page mm-hmm. uh, on their social media. Uh, they showed everything, uh, almost everything from, yeah, promo everything from that. Fighter Fest, and and now they got this big video package. I'm not talking about the Jericho um, promo. I mean, obviously his was yeah. amazing. We talked about that. No, I'm talking about Hangman's promo from the Road to Double or Nothing, or uh, the Road to Double and the Road to All Out. Um, that is now, there's too many roads in there. <laughs> well, that's what I like is that they actually take the time to build this up. Yes, they did. They, and they took the time to build up everything. And they're doing it smart because yes, they have a weekly television show, but they're also utilizing social media in a way that the independents have been utilizing it for a while now. Yeah, they've got, they've got the YouTube show. They've got two YouTube shows technically. Being the elite is a, is an officially like, AEW licensed show on YouTube now. Yeah. I guess, I don't know if I said that right, but yeah. So they're showing, you know, the YouTube shows and everything like that. They've got the road to, uh, the road twos. Yeah. And then they've got being the elite. And, and the road twos help build up the characters. It helps you, you know, have a different outlook for them. Right. And at the same time, it's also giving you a different outlook. So. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. But before we go into that, and and they made the trailer. They they did the trailer, and then you know they did the announcement. Perfect. You know, yeah. exactly the way you should, dude. Parental advisory here because I'm about to go off on someone I just saw. There was a comment on there. I'm not joking you when it said this. All right, it said, um. Really, they're not using any new footage or anything like that. I'm just seeing a bunch of moves I see in the E and uh, stuff like that. And I'm really disappointed in this trailer. This is going to suck or something like that. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? It's a trailer. And it's they've a only tra- and they've had only three, three events. shows. Yeah. So what like, new what footage? footage would you like them to use? I just, I, I, I. There was a comment. I will say this. I didn't have to comment on this, and I wouldn't have commented on it because this is my comment. Fuck you. But anyway. He like, did say parental discretion advised. I, did, I know. But, like, I I saw this comment, and then right under it, someone replied to him, and he said, Boy, you must be a very fun person to hang out with. <laughs> 
Because that was my sentiment. It's like, dude, if you're complaining about a trailer, then you just, you just, you know, you you just can't be satisfied in wrestling. Yeah. So whatever. But yeah, they had the trailer. Uh, it looked amazing. Yes, it did look good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything like that. And um, and they're gonna shake up the pro wrestling world come October second. And you and and you. I don't care what anyone says. WWE is feeling it. Oh, yeah. They know it. They feel the rumbling. And they don't know what to do. Because here's the problem. When a tidal wave gets higher, you can't stop it. Nope. And I, I saw some of those comments on the, that uh, po- post for that video, the, the build-up package for right. October 2nd. And one of the ones that said was TNT saying... I haven't forgotten, and I'm back. And I'm like, oh, that oh I did beautiful. see that. I did see that. That was awesome. <laughs> I was like, because you see a lot of the TNT logos. I'm like, that's just great. Because you know Vince is sitting there like, I thought we were done with Turner. <laughs> no, they're not done with you. No, so, no. Uh-uh. That, well, and, and I don't even think it's that. They just want to generate more viewing exactly. and stuff, and they so, want to get back in the wrestling business. Because that was when they were the most profitable. Yep. You can sit there and call me a liar if you want to. Look it up. There's facts. That was the most... Pro- that was the time that when Turner was the most profitable was when WCW was whooping everyone. Yep. Not just Raw. Like, a lot of people, you know, just focus on the wrestling war between the two. No, they were killing everybody. In cable TV, that was the number one show, was Nitro there. Mm-hmm. You saw it has... They were in stadiums for Nitro, for God's sakes. Yeah. You know, like, they were in stadium-sized arenas when no one was doing that at the time. And they had celebrities and everything like that. So TNT knows that they've got to get back into it because they're like... That was when we were the most profitable, and unfortunately, there hasn't been anyone, but now there is. Yep. And it's AEW, and they're making a big impact uh, just like that. Uh, and then, you know, what else is going to be a big impact is StarCast, who is not affiliated with AEW. No. It's not. And, 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 and that's true. Like, Conrad Thompson has stated it. You know, they've even stated it. They're like, StarCast is not a part of us. It's just something that we add on for the event to make it even better. You know, and stuff like that. Well, StarCast, and this was reported, and uh, it broke. I, I, I said, I said, a good God, the internet is starting to crack at this yeah. point. Because it was announced appearing at StarCast this year is none other than the best in the world, C. M. Punk. He is going to be at Starcast. And at first, when I saw this, I just saw the picture and everything like that, and I thought, okay, someone photoshopped that shit or something like that, and like, you know, that's not real or something like that. Yeah. Then I saw it on Starcast's official Facebook, and then. I listened to uh, 83... Uh, no, no, I'm sorry. Um, Grilling JR. JR. Yeah, Grilling with JR this week. And Conrad Thompson confirmed it. He said CM Punk will be at StarCast. And what's interesting is the StarCast 3 logo itself, in the middle of the second uh, tier for the three, right. are the four stars. Right. And all out, their logo... There's four stars. Yeah, and I was about to get to that because 
Here's the thing. CM Punk, you know, already there's speculation. Of course. There has been for months now. But like there's there's been speculation, uh, and you know, he is appearing at Starcast. Now he himself has said, obviously, no, I am just doing Starcast. That is it. Because it's in my hometown, I don't I don't have to travel, and yeah, it, it'll be fun and everything. Like he can sign a few autographs, and he's been trolling everyone. I think. Well, he says he's not trolling everyone. I'm sorry, I don't buy it for a minute because I just the the signs are there. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's like. It's like one of those movies where it's like the answer's right in front of you and you just can't see it. That's like what the all-out picture looks like. Mm-hmm. Is it just looks like they're basically saying, hey, look out for this. Now, yep. we could all be wrong and it could be... We could be wrong. Or we could see, um, you know, whoever wins the championship, and I'm, I'm taking a guess and I'm taking a stab in the dark, it's going to be the GOAT, uh, <laughs> wins the AEW championship, and then all of a sudden... Boom. CM Punk. Versus yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah, well, I, I'll say this. First of all, it doesn't matter who he faces. Nick agreed. Second of all, if he walks out in that building, that will be the biggest reaction in history. Not yes. just pop, but reaction. The internet will literally... The internet will collapse... Yeah. We will be living in the South Park episode <laughs> age and everyone will go nuts trying to like figure out We can't use the internet! Sam Punk broke it! <laughs> and then here's another thing that will happen. The roof of uh, the Sears Center there the hinges will literally come off and the roof will literally blow off the building. Like, it'll make Stone Cold's Reaction when he came to, you know, help uh, Mick Foley. Foley. Yeah. It'll make that look like a popcorn fart. <laughs> That's a term <laughs> I haven't heard in a while. But yeah, I mean, CM Punk fan, the, the, the fans have spoken, and not just like your regular tip, run of the mill CM Punk fans. Every wrestling fan has spoken out. They never wanted Punk to leave. No. Punk left on his own. And and he, he but, said, I just saw an interview with him, right? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't it wasn't a wrestlers uh, or it wasn't a wrestling interview. It was like some t- talk show or like Tonight Show somewhere. I don't know what it was. It's like a punk thing or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I legit. I I don't remember. But they asked him. Like he said. Like he said. You know. You know. Are you ever going to go back to wrestling? Blah blah blah. All that kind of stuff. And there were people like yelling out to him. We love you. Please come back. And he was just like, oh, you know, like, he was, you know, blowing them kisses and everything. Like, thank you, I love you too. He's like, here's the thing. He left because wrestling wasn't enjoyable for him anymore. He he was a very irritable person to be around, and he he, he wasn't happy. So he that's why he left and everything. Obviously, he's not going to go back to WWE, but I just think, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I think you realize you don't like actually getting punched in the face. You don't like actually losing on your own. So, yeah. you're going to want to get back into it. And it's already been proven he's done independent shows under a mask numerous times. So, I find that, I find that weird. Yeah. So, I don't get that. Why not make it official? 
I guess that's just to like test the waters for him or something. I like guess it's that? just to feed that urge, because we all have had it. Oh yeah, I mean, I still have it. Yeah, I get, I get it periodically. Exactly. It, it's, it's like it's like a woman's period, but just for wrestlers. Oh, come we on, get that no. itch. Really? I mean, that's the best way to describe it. Women feel me, uh, but hopefully, no, they don't. <laughs> I knew you were gonna go there. Sure. <laughs> um, Chris, you shouldn't be bringing up women like that. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Where has this show gone now? <laughs> Straight to the toilet. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Darius, yeah. save us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if if Punk was to show up in the Sears Center, yes, the roof would literally blow off, the internet would shut down, all servers would break, and the sun would turn black. And WWE um, would stand no chance. For no, at least that would be it. For at least a whole entire year, maybe two. Triple H would be like, go ahead and put the for sale sign up. Vince, you ready to write that check? No, I I don't ever see them selling it. Unless Vince just makes a sporadic decision and says, Yep, I'm selling it to Disney. He's made notions <laughs> in the past that he's willing to negotiate a sale of WWE if the buyer is correct, if the number amount is correct. How the hell, though, are you going to be able to you know determine that until they actually buy it and see what they do with it? Agreed, but Vince just cares about money. That's Duh. Like, yeah, so... And that's all he cares about. He don't care about the product. But I don't know. I mean, like, wouldn't your kids just run it? Like, I mean, seriously? I mean, are they running it now? No. (laughs) They're not, actually. They want to. I don't know. They want to. I don't know who the fuck is running it right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're in charge. You're in charge with the buck stops with me. Dude, seriously, if Paul Heyman seriously wrote that whole show and he changed it, then that should just show. And already there's reports of people like saying that Bischoff's pissing off people already. I'm like, really? Good lord. Okay. But back Bischoff's at, job. Fact that, you know, Starcast and Steve yeah. Punk are going to be there. I think that'll obviously be the most profitable that Starcast has ever been. I oh, mean, yeah. And Starcast has done great. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, it's done great because they're mm-hmm. doing a third one. But. That is going to be like their biggest payout. Oh, yeah. Conrad Thompson's going to be sitting on a ton of cash. Guaranteed. He already is. Oh, he's going to be sitting on a bigger mountain. He'll be like, yeah, I could probably do my own promotion now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I I don't. What would he call it? (laughs) Roll Tide Wrestling. Roll roll Tide Wrestling. (laughs) Oh, God. I would, I would, yeah. Never mind. I'm not going to. There would be someone. All all the storylines would be everyone is, everyone is an Alabama Fan, all the faces are Alabama fans and the heels of Georgia. The whole promotion would take place on a podcast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like listening to old radio in the 40s. <laughs> Alright. That'd be interesting, uh, actually, now that I think about oh, it. Oh, Lord, I just gave the TMB Studios a new idea. Pro oh, wrestling. God. Well, you did Tony Schiavone, um, the what hap- his What Happened When guy and everything like that. He actually got in trouble by MLW. Did you see this? No. Where he did the uh, road to All Out, the YouTube thing, and the, he did this. It was, hi, I'm Tony Schiavone, live from the control center here. It's AEW, the road to the road to All Out and all that. And he's on it. Well, apparently MLW saw this and said, we didn't give you permission to do that. Wow. Which is bullshit, by the way. It is. That is stupid. Why would you, why would you tell Tony Sch- you can't control Tony Schiavone like that. 
Hey, it's not he's like he's, he's not officially. I mean, he doesn't even work for him. No, technically, I mean, he has a contract with him, but I don't, I don't see what the problem is with him showing up on a YouTube show. Yeah, well, here's the thing, and and this is what's going to happen. We he's know gonna go he's going to go to AEW, and it's going to be him and Jim Ross and the other guy. <laughs> John Moxley! Uh, yeah, perfect setup for that. <laughs> no, seriously. Okay, when I was watching Fight for the Fallen, what is one thing I have been saying about that damn announced team, right? Is I'm just like, dude, Excalibur, you are literally calling. He called every single move. Like, all of it. JR barely got a word in at times. It's crazy. Why? Is is there something I'm missing there? Does he... Does does JR want him to do that? Unless JR's just mentoring him and JR's just there for the, uh, you know, the nostalgia factor. It could be, but seriously, like, at, at, in the main event of All Out, I want to hear that man's voice. Yeah. I want to hear him calling the moves. Because that's... I mean, well, then why hire him? Yeah, exactly. You hire JR to do what JR does, so then why doesn't JR do what JR does? Well, I mean, he's also, you know, um, over to talent. You know, he's got the job that he had in WWE. You know, Sort of, sort yeah. Of. He's not hiring No, anyone. he's not hiring, but he's there to help develop. Exactly. Um, but the thing is, is that maybe that's what JR wants. We, we don't know. And, that, and that, that's, why, that's why I said, you know, maybe that's what JR wants. It's like he wants uh, you to hear Excalibur more than him. Think about Excalibur was the first one that they signed before JR. Yeah. Or they announced him before they did JR. Because they knew they had him from, like, all in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but... So, may- maybe he wants to, or, the, you know, th- then you could always get... Alex Marvez. Well, I, I would <laughs> rather have Alex Marvez be replaced by Tony Schiavone. And then you that got... That would be interesting. You got the original WCW announced team right there. Ooh. With Excalibur. You mean with... John <laughs> Moxley! Oh my god! Even amongst the crowd, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's actually he's good. Joseph. He is, but he's good. It's just shut up every now it's and like, then. It's Take like, a breath. It's like I get it. Like, and, and again, maybe that's the way they want it. Maybe that's what Jr. wants. I don't know. But if it isn't, then tell that. Tell El- Excalibur, shut up. Yeah. Let me talk. I've been doing it. James, you're still on my thunder. Give me back my hat. I had. <laughs> I, I had good God Almighty. Yep. I did. He was broken that. in half. That killed him. <laughs> yeah. one of the, still Stone one Cold. Of, Stone Cold. Still one of the greatest calls of all time. And so, and not to mention his NWA crap. Or not crap. His NWA stuff. Yeah. His NWA. Um, it, he even did. Uh, Smoky Mountain Smoky Wrestling. Smoky Mountain Wrestling. He. He was with NXT. Uh, NXT. So, I, I mean, he doesn't need help. Maybe, maybe that is what he wants. I don't know. You know? But, you know, that, that's here for another time and yeah. another day. And, and more research. Like that. But, I, dude, I'm so looking forward to October 2nd. I've got yeah. marked on my calendar. Probably like the rest of the, of the wrestling world has uh, on their calendar and everything uh, like that. But... 
It's that time, folks. Right after this messages from TMB Studios, we are going to talk to the revolutionary Darius Lockhart himself. Don't go anywhere. He's coming up right next after these messages from TMB Studios. The Infection returns August 10th as Viral Pro Wrestling presents Infection 4. In the main events, the galaxy's only hero, Sean Legacy, challenges the revolutionary Darius Lockhart for the VPW Championship. Impact and NXT superstar, the bearded outlaw James Storm, returns to face Anthony Henry. Plus, six more action-packed matches, including a massive Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Ladder Match. August 10th at Sweetwater Gym in Thompson, Georgia. Tickets start at only $11 and can be purchased at vpw.ticketbud.com. Don't miss out on the biggest title match in Georgia wrestling history. Viral Pro Wrestling. Get infected. You are listening to the Stovall Wrestling Network on TMB Studios. Welcome back to the Stovall Wrestling Network, SWN. My name is Caleb Stovall. And I am here with a very special guest uh, this week. This is an interview I have been looking forward to. I've been wanting to do this for a while. He is the viral pro wrestling heavyweight champion. He is the revolutionary Darius Lockhart. Darius, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, man. It's an honor to be here. Awesome. And uh, if, if I'm not uh, mistaken, you are on location uh, yourself, are you not? Absolutely. I'm here at the Raleigh Galaxy Con, uh, like kind of redundant, but here in Raleigh, North Carolina, um, here for fantasy, cos- uh, fantasy cosplay wrestling. So what we <laughs> do here is uh, I am cosplaying as Lando Calrissian from Star Wars, uh, portrayed by Billy, Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover. <laughs> yes. And uh, I'm, I'm here tag teaming tonight with Star-Lord, uh, also known as Caleb Conley from the Marvel <laughs> Ken. So. So we're here tonight doing a lot of cool stuff here at GalaxyCon. This is going to be a really fun show tonight. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome, man. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. That'd be something that I would uh, definitely like to see in person one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do it annually every year. You know, it's a hell of a cast. They got uh, uh, Ariel Monroe playing Storm. You have uh, Ian Maxwell playing Black Panther. Uh, Jason Cade is here as Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Incredible. So, yeah. So we got a lot of, we got a big cast here. That's really fun to, to watch. Nice. Wow, that 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 sounds awesome. I you know I, I've been looking forward to this interview though uh, for a while now, Darius, because uh, the first time I actually uh, like I guess saw you uh, in mm-hmm. action because I, I didn't go to viral uh, there for a little bit, um, but w- w- I, the first time I saw you was in PWX, yeah, and you took on Shane Strickland, yeah, and it was. It was one of the best matches I've had the privilege of uh-huh. seeing live. Well, I, I really appreciate that. Um, me and well, Isaiah Scott now. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> well, uh, yeah. We're, we're, we're both so. very, uh, yeah, I know. I, I have to get used to it, too. I prefer Shane Strickland. But, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. Isaiah Scott and I, uh, we're very proud of that match. Um, and honestly, it was an honor 
I think that was a real turning point for me as a performer in that match. So I really do take a lot of pride in that. So thank you for the kind words. Yeah, man. And um, I also cannot get uh, that damn entrance theme out of my head, too. We're going to be all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's an anthem for sure. I, I, I'm, I'm really keen on entrances and uh, and I'm, I'm big on the entertainment and sports entertainment. So I, I like to mix things up when it's a big event like that and switch up the music a little bit, go a little bit off the rails and make up something people can remember. And uh, especially with a hook like that, it's real easy to remember. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was definitely easy to remember, and, but it was great. It was yeah, it was and that showcases your your overall performance ability to catch people right at the entrance and keep them captivated throughout the entire match. I mean, if Stovall remembers the matchup, then you've done something great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no, um, I I have very fond memories about that match. I think that was one of the um, that I had, that weekend from start to finish uh, was amazing. So I I can't. I don't have enough nice things to say about that. It's, I can go on for ages about that match. Very proud of it. If you haven't watched it, it's available on my YouTube channel. Um, it was just, just a simple search on YouTube, Darius Lockhart. You should be able to find it there. Uh, the whole thing is there, entrance and all, complete with everything. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it, it is an incredible match. Uh, everyone's got to go check it out. Uh, when they get, and that was actually my first ever uh, PWX event live. Like I had oh. heard about it, and you know I knew Anthony Henry and them went mm -hmm. up there, mm -hmm. but I'd never been up there, and it was awesome. I got to go at the last minute, and oh uh, yeah, it was. And and here's a funny story about that: I had mm -hmm. worked the night before from one a.m. to nine a.m. So like I was Jeez. like off, like two hours of sleep. Oh, I hope the 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 show. I think. In retrospect, was probably exciting enough to be kind of a a, a live experience five hour energy shot. Cause, yes, yeah, it well, was. wouldn't stop <laughs> yeah. talking about it for a week. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, but you know, aside from me being proud of the match, I had the the card was pretty stacked. I mean, that main event alone with was it James Drake versus Anthony Henry versus Ethan Case and a triple yes. threat. Like that story writes itself, and that was incredible. And there was a lot of uh, people showcasing what they really had to offer that that night. And uh, it's, oh, it's an event from top to bottom. It's amazing. So I'm yeah, I'm very happy to be a part of uh, PWX history in that in that uh, that aspect. And how is like uh, PWX, you know, doing these days? And like, how are you enjoying your time there? Well, it's funny you ask. I just ended my time there. Um, oh, okay. This past week, yeah, no. Uh, it, yeah, we just I just my time at PWS came to a close. I felt like it was uh, time to to move on. I, I was able to create a lot of good memories there. I started as a fan when I was about um, started going to PWX shows when I was about fourteen or fifteen years old. They were mm -hmm. running in Charlotte, of course, and I was born and raised in that uh, in the city. So um, yeah, I started going there when I was fourteen, fifteen years old, and people seeing people like Cedric Alexander and. Uh, and some of even my own contemporaries today, like, you know, like the John Schuylers and the Jake Mannings there. And mm -hmm. it really boosted me and put that fire in my ass to go be a professional wrestler like I'd always dreamed of. So to grow and become a part of that at age 19 and be a part of the roster and just to work my ass off for the past four years, uh, it's something I take a lot of pride in. And I don't regret any any time at PWX either. It's, it's not really hard feelings. It's just me knowing that it's time to move on, you know. Oh, yeah. And, and that mm -hmm. happens in every, you know, athlete's life. You know, you, you, sure. you got to move on, especially in today's wrestling world where everything right now in wrestling, I think you would agree, is just on fire. Yeah. Like, and, and not only is it on fire, it's on fire like it's never been before. So this is a lot of um, it, it's a lot of new territory for everyone. 
it's it, I, I kind of say you know, everyone has their business and everyone, you know, some people handle their business differently than others. Some people handle it well, whatever. But this is new territory for all of us. So uh, most of us are kind of running around with our, our heads cut off like chickens, like because we don't really know. <laughs> This this has never been there's never been this many places with this much um, exposure before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like even if they, like there's tons of rest. Like you look at the England scene. There's tons of uh, promotions there, and uh, it's it's so many. There's like five shows a week, and they all have their own streaming uh, capabilities. You can watch them instantly <laughs> if you want to from the other side of the globe, and that goes for every country. So it's nothing's ever been like this wrestling. So we're all trying to figure out how to play with this landscape, but it's exciting. And and like I said, um, it, it's exciting, and I knew that um, it's exciting enough for me to move on and, and be. I knew there right. was something on the other side of that that jump. You know what I mean? Whether if it was 10, 15 years ago, I'm not sure that there would be all these opportunities for me to be able to go somewhere and leave that safety net that I and, thought and, PWX and, was. And, and I was just going to say that, like you know, if if you had even you know gone about five years back, you know, mm-hmm. there might have been all of these promotions, but they wouldn't have been known. You no, know, exactly. They, like, like they wouldn't have had that kind of exposure, but just right now the wrestling world is on fire. And, yeah. you know, I, I hear, you know, you wanting to move on and everything. And one of those places uh, that you found yourself in uh, was viral pro wrestling. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. How, how did you come to be a part of the VPW roster? You know, honestly, it's, it's been a, a very short, but eventful ride. I think my run there has been a little bit under two years but everything is going so fast. Everything's going so great. And I'm enjoying my time there so much that I honestly can't tell you how it started. I don't really remember. Uh, maybe that's just restless brain. Maybe that's just my brain. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Probably that one day I looked up and uh, I was a part of the roster and I couldn't have been more happy to be there. Um, like you guys, you got guys who are uh, super talented there. And there's a lot of people who are hungry and trying to make it out of Georgia. People like Owen Knight. Uh, you got the international superstars now. And, you know, I say international superstars now, but I mean, like, when I first got there, some of the roster that's there now wasn't even there when I got there. And that was just a little bit two years ago. So the company is growing so fast, so fluid, um, so uh, so uh, so broad. It's just, it's just it's growing at a rapid pace, and I couldn't be more proud to be there. So I, I love Viral Pro, and I, uh, I think maybe my first match was against – see, see that? I don't want to play that game. Because <laughs> I, I really can't remember, but I, I, do know that, uh, I do know that it's been a very uh, important and special place that near to my heart. And especially as the VPW heavyweight champion now, I couldn't be more proud to represent that company. Right, well, yes, uh, you, you're definitely a, a, a champion to be proud of and everything. Uh, I, I noticed some of those names that you were listing off there. Um, that mm-hmm. couldn't be because... Uh, I don't know. You've you've, you've you've decided to align yourself with these uh, with these guys, such as the international superstars and and Owen Knight. Yeah, um, so we'll align myself with like-minded individuals who right. uh, who know what needs to be done, you know, in order to actually make change in a company like this. Um, well, yeah, it, go ahead. It, uh, I I don't mean to cut you off there, but uh, you know, it it, it just it. It, it was so unlike like that was such a shocking moment for those uh, who haven't seen Outbreak yet. Um, you know, I, I, I thought you and um, Sean Legacy, your opponent coming up, I thought y'all were good friends and everything like that. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that was such mm-hmm. a shocking moment for you to turn. Well, you, 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 well, you say you, you, you say you say shocking, but was it really was it shocking? Was it really that shocking? I mean, you, you think about it. I didn't do anything that that anyone else wouldn't have done. I didn't do anything that I wouldn't have done a month ago, a year ago, two years ago. I'm the, I'm the exact same person. 
I didn't, I didn't, I didn't trash talk any fans. I didn't spit in anyone's face. All I did was secure my spot and let Sean Legacy know who the real VPW champion is. Mm-hmm. See, 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 the problem is Sean. And I, I really do like Sean. I, I, he's a good guy, but what I don't like is this idea that I'm replaceable. It, it really pisses me off because I, just just a few months ago it was be a revolutionary, but don't think I don't notice. Sean Legacy's cheers are getting louder and louder, and these fans are fickle as ever. And it's starting to piss me off because now he wins this this stupid ass tournament that they just popped up out of nowhere that I've never even heard of. This this little one night tournament just to elevate this guy. And now all of a sudden he's the next guy. People are talking about me like I've already lost the damn belt. And Sean Legacy is you know what? Well, I, this this no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off on you, hey, but, but it, it agitates me well, when people the, say that, that I've changed that, because I'm the I'm the exact same person. I'm so for Caleb, the people. Caleb, this is making we were talking about this last week with um with Joshua Hancock. We were trying to figure out what James Kitchens may have had in place. So now the, the pieces seem to be coming together a little bit. So you aligned yourself with James Kitchens. Um, because you you wanted to secure your spot with Viral Pro as the top guy, is that what I'm hearing? No, 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 that's not what what I did was I saw a man who didn't look past me, who didn't see me as a transitional champion to get to the next little golden boy. That's what I saw. I saw a person who saw value in me, who understood what I could be to this company, who who I am for this company, and what I've been for the past two years. Well, no, no, don't cut me off again. First of all, first of all, listen to me. Listen to me. I have been the main event for the past two years. Even when I was closing into the intermission, I was the main event. There is a reason why I hold the VPW championship and why I'm at the top of the card. It's because I've been made. I what what it takes to be at the top of the card. I'm made from that shit. Do you understand me? Mm -hmm. So, 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 so James saw that. Maybe, maybe Mr. Hancock didn't. I don't know what his issue is, but I know he loves Sean Legacy a lot. And I know it's really convenient that he's getting all these opportunities as he's already a champion. Well, not anymore, right? Because my boy Knight has that, right? Uh, so, well. so, so, now, so, so now here we are. Everyone's about to really see what Mr. Caleb sees, Mr. James Kitchen sees. They're finally about to see that I'm not a transitional champion. And I'm damn sure I'm, I'm just not a stepping stone for Sean Legacy. That, 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 that's all. So, so that's why I'm uh, quote unquote aligning myself with Mr. Kitchens. I, I'm, he sees something in me that all of you are acting like you don't see anymore, and I just don't get why. That's that's my point. Well, I, I I don't think it's that. I think I think we were just all you know looking forward to just this great matchup. I mean, you and Sean Legacy that just has you know match of the year written all over. And it. it still does, and it still does. If I'm in it, it has match of the year written in it. Right. I, and, and, and yeah, I, I, I can see that. But, it, you know, you talk about the uh, Joshua Hancock not seeing it, but he gave you the newly, you know, made uh, belt. He talked about this on the show last week. Like he mm-hmm. gave you the newly minted, you know, viral pro wrestling champion at that tournament mm-hmm. uh, that Sean Legacy won, you know, and I, 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 I don't see how he doesn't value you or anything like that. So, so you think you think giving the champion a new pretty belt that represents everything the company stands for is valuing me? Is he valuing me, or is he valuing his company? I mean, well, giving, I you mean, a, giving giving himself giving his own company a nice belt doesn't mean anything uh, that it has no attachment to me. I mean, guaranteed, I elevate it every night. I step in the frick, the ring, I elevate with that belt, but but that doesn't mean it's 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 
that doesn't mean that he believes in me. He believes in his company. And, and, and no blame to him. I believe in the company, too. Hell, I, I'm the front man of it. And, and, and it deserves a new belt. It deserves a new title, especially if it's going to be on someone like me for a new era. But I, I saw the look in Mr. Hancock's eyes. If you watch that tape back, it almost he's, it's paining him to, to hand me the belt, in, in my opinion. And I, I didn't say anything because I'm, I'm a nice guy. Don't you think I, we were talking earlier? Don't you think I'm a nice? I'm a nice guy. It, 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 it didn't. It, yes. it, it, I didn't say anything because it's not polite. But I saw that it pained. It pained him to hand me that belt because he knows who he wants to have that belt. And this whole sympathizing with Sean Legacy. Look, we're gonna fight anyway, right? We're having a match, right? So I can't send him a message. What, what, what difference does it make if I hit him on August 10th at, at effect at infection, or if I hit him last time at outbreak? What, what difference well, does it make if I hit him? Well, I, I think I can speak for everybody as a fan of Viral Pro when, when uh, you know, Mr. Stovall said it came to a shock to everybody. Uh, it, it wouldn't have come as much of a shock if it would have just been you. But but it seems like it's you and it's Owen Knight and it's the international superstars and it's Mr. James Kitchens. Mm-hmm. It, it seems like this whole faction is uh, wanting to come at Sean Legacy and come at Viral Pro at the core. Like I said, it wouldn't have been much of a shock if it was you because that would have made perfect sense. But now mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a group, so it seems like you're not going after Legacy on your own to secure your spot. You and this group of renegades, so to speak, are renegades. going after Viral Pro renegades. at the core okay. to, to, to make a change. I mean, wouldn't you see the same way if you were in our shoes? No. No. I, I wouldn't see anybody as rene- rene- renegades. That First of all, that I'm offended by that that term you decide to use, but I'm not going to go into that. Uh, what, what I don't think I, I, what you're saying just doesn't make sense to me. Let, let me, let me, let me paint a picture for you. Okay. You see people like Sean legacy. Mm-hmm. You see people, he, what was he a hometown hero? Well, I said that in the, in the, in the video package they just put, put out recently. He's a hometown yeah. hero at best. Okay. Everyone's clapping for him. Everyone loves it. Cause he's the hometown boy done good. But you look at people like international superstars. The name is right there. You look at people like Owen Knight with all the God-given potential in the world. You look at me, the VPW heavyweight champion. You look at all of us. And that's, that. these are people that can elevate any company. Why would you keep it stagnant by, putting, by making sure that the poster child is a hometown hero? If you, if you, if you, keep, with that, if you keep that mindset, then it's only going to be a hometown promotion. We're trying to take this to the top. And Mr. Kitchen sees, he sees that. Why would you want Viral to run in place? Why would you want Viral to, to run so hard just to stay in place? Think about that. It's bigger than Sean Legacy. It's the entire roster. It's Viral Pro as a whole. We want to elevate that thing. And it starts by taking out the trash that keeps it stagnant. Well, and this is one that I've really wanted to ask you about. Because like I said, it was a shock. When you aligned yourself with the man that you went through a grueling uh, best of three series with. I mean, these matches were amazing between the two of you. Owen Knight, and then you ended up having a ladder matchup, and you ended up, you know, Owen Knight can't challenge uh, for the VPW title as long as you're the title holder and everything like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and I just was, you know, that that was going to be my main question was how did you just how did you two come to see, I guess, eye to eye in all of this? It's a thing called respect. OK, and I can leave it as simple as that. But I, but just for you, because like I said earlier, I'm a nice guy. I'll go into that. Oh, Owen, the reason why Owen wanted to be 
VPW heavyweight champions because he's had the same vision for the company that I had. Now, do we do we agree on you know who might be the better leader for this company? Maybe maybe not. But either way, we have the same ideology for where we want to take this company. So the really all the fighting was for who gets to do it. But we both see the truth. We both see where this company can go, where it needs to go. So we have similar visions. So we did align ourselves because, after all, that's still that's still someone I respect a lot. Well, so. it, like I said, and, and the matches uh, were incredible and everything like that. And I know Chris used the term renegades, uh, but I will say that I, I have never seen a, a faction, I, I guess, uh, like this put together. Uh, I mean, you've got you, the VPW, you know, champion. You've got the Outbreak champion, Owen Knight, you two alone right there. But then you mm-hmm. added the international superstars and the dream girl, Ellie, mm-hmm. into the fold. And then mm-hmm. you add the mind of the James, you know, Kitchens. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's almost like, you know, NWO and the Bullet Club combined. Like, it's it, it, it's an amazing faction. Yeah, I don't even, honestly... I, I'm. I, I see what you're trying to do. I see you're trying to give us a compliment, and I do appreciate that. But I, I think that's kind of shortchanging it. I don't think it's a faction. Well, we are. We're a cause. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Yes. I. 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 I, I see from your point of view. Mm-hmm. So continue. Oh well, you know, I guess the cause goes into full effect on uh, at infection on August 10th, uh, because, like I said, you've got the. You're the main event. You are taking on Sean Legacy, the challenger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and you know that he is going to be coming at this with a lot of emotion and a lot of pride, you know, on the line. And, and you know, that's something that I've I asked Joshua Hancock and, I, you know, I'll ask you as his opponent. Do, uh, do you think that he can, I guess, weather that emotion or anything like that? Or do you see him just making, I guess, what you would quote unquote call a, a rookie mistake? I think he'll choke. I think he'll walk in, knees clapping together, and realize what he's really in for. That he he's in way too it like he's in over his head. He's just in too deep. I think he's gonna choke. I think he's gonna realize who he's standing across the ring for with, and realize the right thing to do here. And I mean, I don't want him the guy to lay down. There's no fun in that. There's really no fun in that. I mean, I I do think he's a good competitor. He's talented, sure, but he knows he knows the deal. That that's and and I. I'm sorry, I'm just scoffing that you have me talking about Sean Legacy this much. We were supposed to be doing a podcast, or interview about me. Well, so yeah, I, I, I just I don't get the point. Well, it's just the big, you know, main event. It know, is the big uh, main event, up. and it's the big main event, and he'll and he'll bring it. He'll do his thing. He'll show up. He'll do a couple flips. We have the audience clapping like artists, but in the, the day, what does that win you? What does that get you? It only gets you so far. Uh, all right. Well, if I, if, and I hear you. Well, then here's a question for you: What's going to happen on August 10th if you, if all of you guys walk out with all of the VPW belts? Uh, to steal words from you know the late Nipsey Hussle, the movement continues. The marathon continues. So it keeps going on. We actually start to turn BPW ex- into exactly what it needs to be to move forward and elevate. Once we get all the titles, 
you start you're going to start seeing VPW in headlines. You're going to start seeing it in magazines. You're going to see it online. You're going to start seeing reports. So tell them what we can do with VPW when we're done, when we get all the titles. Okay. We're the good guys here. All right. Well, see that. Let, yeah. I can see it. But to counteract that, what happens if. What happens if what? Nothing. Come up short. It won't happen. So, next question. Well, uh, okay. Uh, you, here's something I've always uh, uh, wanted to ask you as well. Uh, you, you've got a lot of names uh, for your move set. Uh, and everything like that. Uh, like you've got instead of you know just a regular knee in the corner, it's called the Huey Knee Newton. Yes. Uh, uh, you told me about that, and uh, and I would just wonder, you know, how how'd you come up with all these names uh, and stuff like that? Um. Honestly, I really uh, I was an African diaspora studies minor in college, and okay. so I, I decided at an early age it was uh, very important for me to educate myself about my people, my culture, my culture, my heritage, and people who fought for me, uh, for people like me to, uh, to be around and to have uh, equal rights. So I try to pay homage to everyone, uh, different activists and uh, people who stood for liberation throughout my work. So yeah, there is the Huey Nee Newton, which is the knee strike in the corner. There is uh, the Asada driver, which is my finishing maneuver, which uh, yes. no one is kicked out of. Uh, named after Asada Shakur, who was also a freedom fighter, who was unfortunately made uh, to fled, uh, sorry, to flee to Cuba. Uh, there's um, several, a lariat to my nephew, which is just a nasty, nasty lariat to the jaw. I'm sure you guys have seen me pull it out every now and then. Yes. Uh, the flying soul, which is my little crossbody off the top. You know, that's my tribute to the first black trapeze team that was in America. Most people don't know them. They were out of Oakland, California. Um, people like that, these people inspire me to be better, to be uh, more than just, quote unquote, a professional wrestler. Um, I'm trying to pay tribute to them and open doors like they did for me. So I have better, what better way to do that than to uh, name my moves after them? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, works with the revolutionary. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, Everything they did was revolutionary. So, you know, I, I admire them and try to follow in their footsteps. Well, I, yes, and, uh, and 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 that's awesome uh, that, that you were able to, you know, uh, come up with all of that and put them uh, in move sets and stuff like that. Um, I got to ask you, uh, you know, because I, I know we're running out of time here and everything like that, and uh, you're a very busy man. Mm -hmm. So um, I, I got to ask you, you know, besides viral pro wrestling, which which we've talked about and you know we've hammered into the ground, but besides that, what is next for uh, Darius Lockhart? Everyone's asking that. Well, you can always see me at Fest Wrestling, uh, which I'm going to be there this Sunday. Uh, I'm broadening my horizons as well. This uh, this coming fall, I will be returning to England, United Kingdom. Uh, I will be there um, for a quite a bit, and I cannot wait to go and represent uh, the Viral Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Championship while I'm there. Uh, so you'll continue to see me uh, put that belt on the line and be a champion internationally, as I'm known to do. Um, and I have a lot of things up my sleeve that I don't really want to talk about yet, but just know gotcha. that you'll be seeing a lot of Darius Lockhart in the future. Please stay tuned to, uh, all my social medias, uh, you know, Darius, a uh, D lock pro D L O C K P R O on Twitter. Uh, you'll be able to have a YouTube channel, which is just Darius Lockhart. You can search that in the YouTube box and you can also, um, look, find me on Instagram at Darius Lockhart. I'm constantly updating things there, letting people know what I'm up to, uh, uploading content, uh, a lot of new content is going to be on the way, so please keep an eye out for that. 
And um, yeah, that, that's really as much as I really want to say about all of that. I got you. I got you. Well, Darius, we appreciate you so much for taking the time uh, out of your day to join us here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. Thank you. Uh, I know the fans are looking forward uh, to those in the Thompson area and in the Augusta area, the CSRA. Uh, it's Thompson, Georgia, Sweetwater Gymnasium. It is Infection 4. Viral Pro Wrestling presents Infection 4. And your main event is the challenger, Sean Legacy, going up against the Viral Pro Wrestling heavyweight champion, the revolutionary Darius Lockhart. It's going to be amazing. You're going to want to be there that night. And, of course, just follow Darius on all of his social media accounts and everything like that. And, Darius, we appreciate you so much, man, for joining us here on the Stovall Wrestling Network. You know, I appreciate y'all, too. And I'm sorry for blowing up at y'all, but sometimes I just get passionate. It, it, it's wrestling into it. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Yeah. We do it all the time here. Trust me. Of course. Of course. You know how many people yell at Chris all, on a <laughs> daily basis? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I just, I just, I just hope it doesn't come up where you, I go to infection and I have to see you face to face. Like, oh, uh, I'm a renegade, huh? And pow, yeah. upside the head. Yeah. Or something to that effect. Watch what but, you say next time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure to choose all my right. words wisely. Yeah, absolutely. All well, right, well, Chris, I'll save you there, but uh, go ahead, Darius. No, I was just going to sign out and just say much love to you both. Thank you for all that you guys do. All right. Thank you so much, man. You have a good one. All right. You too. And we'll be back with more of the Stovall Wrestling Network right after these words from the TMB Studios. What's up, everybody? It is Blake Collins here with Chatter City. We are dropping the 411 on everything sports, it's baseball, football, basketball, anything and everything about sports, even the unique sports as well. Not only that, but we are also going to have spinoff shows related to the unique people within the CSRA area, talking about music, talking about movies, different things like that, so you do not ever want to miss out on an episode of Chatter City because I guarantee you, you will not only learn something, but you also have a heyday and a half as well. This is Blake Collins signing off with Chatter City. Have a blessed rest of your day. Check out all the other great podcasts as well as past episodes of this podcast right here exclusively on TMB Studios. All right. We are back here on the SWN, the Stovall Wrestling Network. And man, what a show we have had here Ooh. tonight, Chris. It has been amazing. Oh my God, that interview with Darius, Darius Lockhart. Darius, oh, just, wow. I, we saw a side of Darius that we never thought we'd see. And I told everyone that was going to happen. Yeah. But we were able to get it hey. out of him. And so. I got to give props to James Kitchens, man. And you know what? I think I might play a little devil's advocate with this. You know, Kitchens, you, you, you gave us a great interview. So you might just be receiving another phone call. Let's see what else you have up your sleeve. Because I don't think we're done yet. No, so I'm calling your bluff. Prepare for a phone call. Come tomorrow morning and show me what else you got. So, yeah. The gauntlet's laid down here on SWN. <laughs> Kitchens, I await your answer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well... Okay, I'm, I'm going to let you handle that. I'll right? handle it. I mean, Not a problem. Not a problem. You know, I'm handling other stuff and everything like that. Uh, thank you, though, so much for joining us here tonight, folks. want to remind you, though, make sure after this episode even, stop what you're doing and go check out TMB Studios Shop. 
Wrestling.com where you can get official Stovall Wrestling Network merchandise on the TMB yep. Studios website. TMBstudios.ga. Not .ga. .com. Okay. .ga. Go and get you some SWN merch. Go pick up a TMB shirt. TMB Studios shirt as well. TMB Studios yep, shirt. So. And go check out all of your other favorites from the shootout. Chatter City, the bite and Oh, more. here we go. We're doing this again? We're promoting TMB Studios? Really? In the world? No. Oh, God. Come on, I, I'm man. not dealing with I this can't. today. No. Wait. And he comes in at the end? Wait a minute. Uh, wait. wait. Dickens, what are you doing with Chris, that chair? Chris, what? Don't you do it. Don't do it. Oh, my God. God, I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. Uh, Let's just wrap the show up. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not getting interrupted by Cornette anymore. Well, I, I, but where the hell has that been this whole time? I guess it's been building up. Oh, what bro, now? bro! Oh, I just yeah, you yeah. Want this. No more, no more, bro. No more Cornette. No more none of it. I'm done. God, I'm sick of being interrupted by Cornette. I'm sick of being interrupted by Russo. I'm sick of us always trying to look over our shoulders. We were gonna. I'm calling the cops on these guys. They're done. We're about to pay like five hundred bucks to you know ADT security. I don't need that that no more. Do that. You were. We got Dickens security. Why haven't we just done that this whole time? I don't know. I guess it's built up. Frustration and anger, I think Darius brought it out of me. Uh, uh, okay. Why do you mean revolutionary? And now they're done. I'm, I'm calling the cops right now in the show. I'm getting them out of here. All right. Well, if you hear sirens, it's probably Scott Snyder. But anyways, yeah. So <laughs> uh, thank you so much, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on the Stonewall Wrestling Network, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Radio, and any way you can find us and follow us on the on the Stovall Wrestling Network Facebook, and we're going to be having a Twitter and an Instagram soon. Check out that as well when we launch it. There's big things happening here. There's so much happening. All this madness and everything. I can't take it anymore. We've got to go. Stovall Wrestling Network, SWN. I'll see you next week, folks. Peace.